Hello and welcome to the We Turned Out Okay podcast, where we are always working to help you change your child's behavior from bad to good, feel happy inside, and truly enjoy the time that you spend with your family. And I'm very excited to get in here today for this bonus episode. I'm going to make it as quick as I can. Um, I've got a couple of things I want to share with you, um, all in the realm of countering the back to school blues. So I hate that I have to bring this up already. Um, Here in New England, school doesn't start until like Labor Day-ish, so a month or so from when this episode airs live, but that's not the case in a lot of the country. Um, I've got uh, nephews who are going back to school like this week. And um, because of that, I wanted to bring you a bonus episode because I'm getting ready for August. Almost all of August is going to be back to school boot camp is is how I'm thinking about it. A way, um, what I want to do is make this podcast like for the month of August, a a way for you to um, reframe getting, you know, September if you're struggling with it. I know a lot of you, a lot of people listening to this show um, struggle with like getting back to school because it's routines and it's it's like homework again and it's just all these kind of soul crushing things that are and some of you listening are just starting school for the first time so you've got a a kid going off to kindergarten for the first time and I really want to make this as good of a series as I can for you um it'll be uh three episodes long. And what I'm doing is I'm shaping it based on what you um, need. So I've actually got a three question survey. You can click the link in the show notes to take this survey. Um, It's called, uh, well, I don't, I'm not sure what the survey is going to be called, but it's basically going to be like about um, what do you, what do you struggle most with in terms of back to school? It's going to be three questions. Um, it is up right now as you're listening to this, although, uh, because of the magic of podcasting time, I have not created the survey yet while I am recording it, (laughs) but it'll be there when you go for it. Um, and my question for you is the biggest question is what's challenging about back to school time for you? Um, is it your own, your own concerns, like about your child and, and, you know, sort of having to relive like your own school day kind of challenges and stuff like that? Is it is it just the, straight up the routine? Is it like uh, that you've never done it before and and you're worried about how it's all going to shake down? I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you some multiple choice options like you. So it'll be really easy for you to just pick one if you want. But I'm also going to make sure that there's an area for comments if you want to expand on this, because my goal is to really address your concerns and your issues. Um, so that's it'll be three questions. Uh, you know, include one of the questions is how old are your kids? So we're not talking about like a lot of brain power dedicated to this. Um, It can be as much or as little as you want. But what's most important to me is that I I hear from you so that I can make this series be awesome. And uh, that is available now at weturnedoutokay.com slash what am I going to call this? Let's see. Um, I'm going to call this I'm going to the link to this episode is going to be called we turned out okay.com slash back to school blues. And um, I don't really love that. Actually, I think it's just gonna be called back to school. We turned out okay.com slash back to school. And that is where you'll find the survey. And that is also where you'll find a link to um, 
So I wanted to, I didn't want to get in here and just say like, oh, hey, go take my survey. What I really wanted to do was give you a sense of something that I can help you with that a lot of parents find challenging and you may be finding this challenging if you are listening to me today. And that is, how do you have a kid who becomes a reader um, and loves reading? Like we all, we we pay a lot of lip service to loving reading, right? Like it's all about how do we... Um, make kids read. And I think that the the way that you make kids read is that you inspire a love of reading. And if you're struggling with that, I've got a guide called Six Ways to Help Your Kids Love Reading. And in it, it's six things that you can do to make your child fall in love with books, even if you do not love books, right? Um, it's going, it, it, it is a PDF. It's like a three or four page PDF. Um, it also has a bonus section of recommended awesome books because these are the books that over my long career as a preschool teacher, uh, in, in getting my master's degree in, um, early childhood education and earning my bachelor's in human development, um, and raising my own kids. These are books that like are incredibly, incredibly helpful. Um, I'm sure that you can come up with a thousand other books that are incredibly, incredibly helpful and fun. Um, but these are the ones that have meant the most to uh, me in, you know, in my career and also in raising my kids. So that's why they're on here. So if you want that, you can, you can get it. Um, and the, I wanted to give you like a little taste of this guide. So I'm going to, there's six ways. And today in this bonus episode, I'm going to talk about the first way. And, uh, and then to get the rest of them, you'll need to go to the show notes. I'll figure out that link as I'm talking, <laughs> but it'll be, it'll all be available at this episode. So, um, okay. Uh, the first part, the part one of the six ways to help your kids love reading and this is something that a lot of parents struggle with, um, is to let kids choose for themselves what to read. So many times a parent will say to a child, well, no, I'm not going to let you read a graphic novel. I'm not going to let you read a comic book because it's not like worthy reading somehow. Or um, I'm not going to like, you know, in our, in our family, Pokemon was a huge deal when my son basically learned to read because he wanted to be able to um, be engrossed in the Pokemon universe. Um, he wanted to play the, you know, the, the little video game that, that, uh, that was on his Game Boy when he was like six years old or five years old. And he wanted to read, there are, there are these uh, strategy guides and like, there, there's some really great Pokemon type strategy guides for young children. Um, so it'll be, it won't even necessarily be a strategy guide, but it'll, it'll be a summary of like different kinds of Pokemon and what they evolve into and um, their characteristics. And, and I mean, we used to read those things with him absolutely every, like multiple times a day. And um, if we can, I just can't even imagine ever doing this, but if we had said to him, no, Pokemon is not a thing that you should be interested in. Again, it's that word should that I just hate, but <laughs> that's a story for another time. Um, if we had said that to him, we were, we would have effectively cut off his desire to read. We're basically, we're, we're, you know, there's this thing dangling in front of him that seems so exciting and attractive and he's, he's not quite there with the reading. Um, and if we say, oh, sure, if this is what you want to read, go ahead, because this is what you're really excited about. Um, I mean, of course we're talking within age appropriate ranges, but you know, five-year-old children are not 
going to be interested in reading, I don't know, War and Peace or um, uh, some like erotic romance or something like that. The Fifty Shades of Grey. That's not what they're, that's not what they're into, right? Like they, they, they're into the things that really appeal to them. And if those things happen to come in, in a graphic novel or a comic book format, um, or if they happen to be about a video game or a cartoon that, that they really love, um, the first way to help your kids love reading is to let them choose for themselves what to read. Don't censor them because of a, of your feeling that this isn't worthy or that this isn't, um, something that they should quote unquote be interested in. Um, you know, just because you're into the accordion and your kid wants to learn to play the guitar doesn't mean that you, you don't let them play the guitar, right? Maybe they'll come back to the accordion at some point. Um, but an accordion and a guitar can really play beautiful music together. So if you're playing the accordion and your child is playing the guitar, um, that's, that's good fun just to extend a metaphor probably way too far. But, um, Anyway, so that's the first way. There are five more really great and very counterintuitive ways to help your kids love reading. Uh, Things that you can do, because we can't leave it all up to teachers, right? Like we have to take some responsibility for helping our kids love reading. And actually, the other thing about that, just thinking about that idea, is um, one of the issues you might have is feeling uh, an an adversarial kind of feeling between you and your child's teacher as you're getting started with this school year. And that's bad. I mean, um, we don't want to be making, you know, we don't want to be having our um, child's teacher as an enemy of ours, but it can really, it can really feel that way. And if you are experiencing that, my, just my heart goes out to you. Um, that's going to be one aspect of what I address in the upcoming uh, series on on the back to school boot camp series, but um, ultimately, this is what I want you to take away from today. This child is your child, and no teacher um, gets to have the authority over your child that counteracts what you believe and what you want. So if if your if your child's teacher is assigning things that just seem so incredibly meaningless to you for homework, because even kindergartners are getting homework now, and um, God, I I I'm you know hugs to you again if if that's your situation. Um, even if your teacher is assigning things that feel so incredibly counterproductive to you that that really frustrate you that your child is howling about, well, here are six things that you can do and you can do them today. You can start on this today by just by getting this guide um, to to inspire a love of reading in your child, regardless of what's happening in school. And um, the other thing I like about this is parents use this guide to to go to school and say to their teacher, like say to their child's teacher, like, okay, I'm not comfortable with the way that reading is being taught in school. Um, here's what I'm doing at home. Uh, and, and like, how can we get closer? How can we bridge this gap? Because I'm seeing a real gap here. So if, um, you know, that's, that's another way to kind of counter the back to school blues is to, is to think on, um, how you can, use knowledge and information and observation of your child to uh, make a relationship with the teacher better, but also to um, make, instill a, a, 
your a love of reading in your child, regardless of what's happening in school. I really want you to take that away from this is that you're the one in charge. It's your kid. <laughs> and if there's a problem with something in school, whether it's a teacher or whether it's an administrative policy or something like that, you've got the power. Um, it, write to me, Karen at weturnedoutok.com or go to weturnedoutok.com slash contact if you've got questions about that. Fill out this survey and let me know um, how I can help. You know what I mean? Like, uh, well, fill out this survey and let me know the problems you're having. And then go to Karen at weturnedoutok.com or weturnedoutok.com slash contact to share your specific story with me. Or if you're a Ninja Parenting Community member or a Patreon patron, go to those places. Um, I am much, I'm able to address uh, Ninja Parenting Community and Patreon parents issues quicker because because um, if you're in there, you're already, you're already getting, uh, you know, coaching. Like you just have a, you have a much a faster line to me than than um, a regular listener. But if you're if you're a regular listener, first of all, think about becoming a Ninja Parenting Community member or joining uh, Patreon. As that's Patreon.com/slash We Turned Out Okay. P A T R E O N is how you spell Patreon. Um, so that I can help you uh, get, you know, good advice and information that you can then take to a meeting with a teacher or whatever. Um, if you are in our email group, that's another way that you can, like I send out emails each week regarding like when I'm going to go live in, in for a Magic Words for Parents or when I'm going to do a YouTube um, live about, uh, usually there's YouTube lives that are answering questions or they are about teaching um, the same thing that is on the podcast that week. And um, I intend to keep doing these and do more of them because um, you guys are loving them. They're really responding to them. And a lot of the feedback I'm getting is great. So thank you for that. Um, but anyway, if you're in my email group, um, you can hit reply to any email I send you and, and just share your concerns. Um, the teacher-parent relationship I have now seen from both sides, it is incredibly fraught and um, or can be incredibly fraught. If you're one of the lucky ones and you've got a teacher that's really responsive, I'm so grateful about that for you. Um, and it's not always the teacher's problem or fault. I mean, if you think about it from their perspective, they've got, you know, a lot of kids that they need to address their needs. And sometimes they have policies that are just intolerable, but yet they still have to live with. And no teacher is well paid um, in our in our uh neck of the woods. And uh, anyway, okay, so that's a lot of a lot of talk. All right, I'm going to sum this up by just saying like, um, if you want the rest of the five ways to help your kids love reading, and you also want the bonus section of recommended awesome books. And also I'm creating a video to flesh this out a little bit for you. Um, that's all you can get that all by going to we turned out okay.com slash readers is what uh is how you can get that free guide and it is free and um and also if you get that if you opt in for that what you'll also be getting is when i you, you'll get an email every time i do go live um to answer a question or every time i you know when i talk about what's on the podcast this week or whatever like i've got i've got some pretty great weekly information for you. And um, you can get advanced notice of it just by being, just by going to weturnedoutokay.com slash readers and getting this this guide. Um, and then you, if you go to weturnedoutokay.com slash back to school, that is where the notes for this episode are 
uh, located. It is where you can fill out this survey. Um, and that way I can get your information um, about what is toughest for you in terms of back to school. Um, and we can counter these back to school blues and get you on the right track because school is starting very soon if it hasn't already for you. And, um, you know, that's all I got to say, I think, for today. So thank you very much for listening. I'll be back on Tuesday with a regular episode. And um, I know you're going to love it. It's an interview with um, with a returning champion whose book is just coming out. And I think you're going to love our conversation. I know I did love it. So um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And we will be back next week. Bye.